0: Hello everyone and welcome to LearnFrenchWithLara.com, the site where you can learn top tricks to speak French fast. So today I'm going to talk about French idioms. And if you use French idioms, you've got that wow factor. You speak like an native. So today I'm going to present you 10 new French idioms. Être au taquet. Être au taquet. This is exactly where I am now. Je suis au taquet. So je suis au taquet it's something which means that you're ready you're ready to go you're really being very active in your life this can mean that you're a little bit stressed as well this could be good or bad okay now it comes from the sailing words because attack to block something basically so Take also means, unfortunately, a blow in the face. It could also be a take. the a little piece of wood that you put next to the door to keep the door closed. That also a take. It prevents the things from moving. In English, it could mean to have reached one's limit. It means that you are ready, you're ready to go, but you can't really go any further. I really can't do much more. For example, j'ai beaucoup de choses à faire, mais je gère, je suis au také. I have a lot of things to do, but I'm doing it all. Um, I have reached my limits, but it's quite positive. Yeah, I'm doing it all. I can manage. Second expression, I love that. And this is one of my favorite things to do on Sunday morning. Faire la grâce matinée. Faire la grâce matinée. It's really for people who like to stay in bed. So, what does it mean, uh, faire la grasse matinée? It's a fair is to do. La grasse matinée, it's a fat morning because it is prolonged. Don't we love that? Faire la grasse matinée in English would be simply to have a lie. Examples J'aime faire la grasse matinée. I like sleeping in. Demain, tu ne travailles pas, donc tu peux faire la grasse matinée. Tomorrow you're not working, so you can't sleep in. What are the synonyms in French? Because there are lots of other ways um, to say um, faire la grasse matinée. You could also say um, musarder, which is to relax. Garder les pieds en éventail, which is to um, put your feet up. Flemarder, that's my favorite. It's really to be lazy, to stay in bed. Next expression we have. Jeter un coup d'œil. Jeter un coup d'œil. The verb jeter, which means to throw, associated with the word coup, which means a blow, gives the indication that this is a brief action. Jeter un coup d'œil is to do something quickly. L'œil uh, is the eye in French, so it's to have a quick look. So we could translate that in English by saying to um, have a look at, or to glance at, or to have a quick peep at, to throw an eye at, that sort of thing. Example. Je n'arrive pas à réparer cette machine. Laisse-moi y jeter un coup d'œil. I can't fix this machine. Let me have a look. Ce magasin a l'air bien. On devrait y jeter un coup d'œil. This shop looks good. We should have a look. Synonyms. Now, what else can we say in French? Well, simply uh, regarder, to look, observer, to observe, voir. Now, from a book, it says in the literature, un homme se tenait près de lui. Machinalement, Bertrand lui jeta un coup d'œil. L'homme le regardait également. Donc, a man was standing next to him. Instinctively, Bertrand threw an eye at him and the man was looking at him as well. Now, do we say jeter un coup d'œil à ou jeter un coup d'œil sur? These are two different prepositions in French. Mm. For example, je jette un coup d'œil à la fenêtre. I'm looking at the window. Ou bien, je jette un coup d'œil sur le bébé. I'm having a look at the baby. Well, in fact, this is very simple, you can use both. French expression number four, faire le pont. Faire le pont. Now, faire le pont, this is really a typical French expression because it's to do with French culture and calendar. What does it mean? Well, le pont is a bridge, isn't it? Faire le pont is to To the bridge, literally. So it's to go over the bridge. Why do we do over the bridge? Well, it's to do with bank holidays. For example, if we have one bank holiday, which is separated from the weekend by a working day, what do we do? We cross over the bridge. So we don't work that day, basically. So we have an extended weekend, a four day long weekend. Lovely. And the month of May is the month where you have lots of these uh, extended. Bank holiday weekend, so we, on fait le pont beaucoup au mois de mai. We take extra long weekend quite a lot in May. Oh, le premier mai tombe un mardi, génial, on peut faire le pont. Bank holiday, first of May, this Tuesday, fantastic. We can have an extra long weekend. Next expression is faire gaffe. Fair what is fair gaff? Well, I think in English you've heard of gaff. You have to be careful if somebody says to you, Fay because this is a warning. So maybe something bad is going to happen. You're going to fall into a hole or, or um, you're going to uh, slip on a banana skin. So be uh, very careful when somebody says fegaf. Okay, it could be a warning or it could be a threat. Fegaf. So GAF is a mistake. It's basically to do a mistake, but it means really uh, watch out. And gaff comes also from the nautical world, like um, the Hedrhodake. Uh, so the gaff, it's a long pole with a hook to manoeuvre, to catch a mooring boy, push an obstacle. So it's very hard to manoeuvre. And so if you say faire gaffe, well, it means you have to be very attentive. You have to pay attention to, to do it right. The Gaston Lagaffe, on the other hand, is one of my favorite cartoons character. He's Belgian, like me, and he makes a lot of mistakes. Il fait beaucoup, beaucoup de gaffe. Donc faire gaffe is really typically uh, for Gaston Lagaffe. You can find out about him on my uh, website. And in English, it means pay attention, watch out. You have to be careful between faire gaffe, okay, ou bien faire une gaffe. Faire une gaffe is to do a blunder. Faire gaffe is to watch out, pay attention. For example, il y a une banana terre, fais gaffe. There is a banana skin on the floor, be careful. N'oublie pas de faire gaffe à ne pas oublier d'apporter des cadeaux pour les invités. Don't forget to remind yourself to bring present for the guest. Next expression, expression number six, this one is tourner la page. Tourner la page. Well, page is page, yes, like in English. It means to turn the page. And it's basically to do with history books that. When you finish a story and you go to the next page, well, that's it. You leave whatever was on the page before behind you and you don't think about it. It's to do with a, a history page. designate a period in the life of an individual, of a country, and, and it's over, yeah? You go to the next page. Tournez la page. Example. Ça fait cinq ans qu'il est parti. Il est temps de tourner la page. It has been gone for five years. It's time to move on. Tu entretiens une longue rancune avec ta famille. Il est temps de tourner la page sur le passé. You have a long grudge against your family. It's time to turn the page on the past. So in French, we could also say « passer à autre chose ». Passer à autre chose means to start something new. Faire table rase, empty the table. In English, you could say uh, similarly, to turn a new page or to turn over a new leaf. And on my website, I put uh, the link to a a song by Zao, uh, which uses that expression in her lyrics. Next expression, en faire tout un fromage. En faire tout un fromage. Now, this is one of my favorite because I love cheese, <gasps> because fromage is cheese, basically. En faire tout en fromage, well, is to make a big cheese out of it. So it's a bit like make a storm out of a teacup. So en faire tout en fromage is really to do too much. It's something simple and you're being very dramatic about it. You're making a big thing out of it. So in English, you could say to make a meal out of it or to make a big deal out of it. Arrête avec tes histoires. Tu ne vas tout de même pas en faire tout ton fromage. Stop with your stories. You're not going to make a big deal out of it. Next expression, tomber dans les pommes. Tomber dans les pommes. Donc, tomber dans les pommes, it means to fall in the apple. Les pommes. Apples, tomber, or to fall in the apples. Well, we don't know, unfortunately, the origin of this expression, but we know that apples could be a deformation of palms in French. It has a link with fainting because it means to faint. The most probable origin would come from a phrase that George Sand uses in a letter to Madame Dupin in which she writes to be in the cooked apple to say that she's in a state of of advanced fatigue to be compared to the expression être cuit to be cooked so to be in the cooked apple être dans les pommes cuites tomber dans les pommes today it means to faint and I've put a little poem from Maurice Carême a Belgian poet who actually uses that expression in one of his poems it's very easy to understand so I invite you to go and have a look on my website sign and it means to faint, to pass out, to black out. Le Dr Boumal, c'est lui qu'on appelait rue de la pompe pour s'occuper des gars qui étaient tombés dans les pommes. Il les ranimait et on recommençait à leur tortiller les doigts de pied. Dr Boumal, he was called to rue de la pompe to take care of the guys who had fallen out of the woods. He revived them and they began to twist their toes again. This is an extract from Simone de Beauvoir, Les Mandarins. Next expression. Être soupe, au lait. soupe au lait. Now, this is exactly who I am. Unfortunately, I'm not very proud of it. Être soupe au lait, well, soup is soup and lait is milk, so it's really like a milk soup. This is actually a recipe because there is a recipe of a milk soup which I put on my website. Donc, Être soupe au lait means you know what happens when you eat the, the milk. Nothing happens for a while and then suddenly it the spells, while well, this is what Être sous polais is. So you take in, you take in, you take in and suddenly you're all over and you have no control. It's a character trait. It refers to a person with an angry character, easily irritated and prone to unfavourable judgments. Over time, the meaning of this expression has broadened to, to uh, pull meant anyone who is sensitive and who is easily reached by their emotion. Translation in English, to have a short fuse, a bit less. Gastronomic, but it means the same. Ne l'énerve pas de trop, car il est sous Don't get on his nerves, because he has a short fuse. Our tenth and final French expression for today is monter sur ses grands chevaux. Monter sur ses grands chevaux. And I think you use a similar expression in English which is to get on your high horse because this is what it means. Monter is to climb, to, to get on your horse. Grand chevaux is the high horses and those grand chevaux are the typical um, horses that the um, soldiers used to ride. And monter sur ces grands chevaux therefore means that you're getting ready for battle. You have le destrier, steed which was a combat horse. Monter sur ses grands chevaux meant the fact of going into battle with enthusiasm and riding the most imposing mounts. Translation in English is to get on his high horses. Example in French, avant de monter sur tes grands chevaux, réfléchis à ce que je viens de te dire. Before getting on your high horses, think about what I've just said. Ne le contredis pas. Il va encore monter sur ses grands chevaux. Don't contradict him. He will get on his high horses. Example in literature. Je vous loue, mon cousin, de n'être point monté sur vos grands chevaux pour vous plaindre du maréchal d'Estrée. I praise you, my cousin, for not having mounted your high horses to complain about maréchal d'Estrée. This is from Marie de Rabutin Chantal, Marquise de Sévigné, letter 883, 24 of June 1681. Il est facile de monter sur ses grands chevaux, mais essayez donc d'en descendre gracieusement. It is easy to get on his high horse, but try to get off gracefully. Yes, exactly. Franklin Jones. Thomas P. Jones, 1774 to 1848, was a British-born engineer and publisher in the United States of America. And he said that. Okay, so this is it for my 10 French idioms of today. So I hope you enjoyed that. I hope you know how to put that now into French. It's great to use these idioms. I use them all the time. Now, don't forget to like and subscribe to my channel and have a look at my website. If you are interested in taking French classes, I give French classes. I also organize a French immersion course here in Les Sables de L'Homme, And it's great to be able to learn and really enjoy the sunshine and the sea and everything you want to do at the same time. So whatever you do, keep learning. Continuez à apprendre, bonne chance avec le français et je vous dis au revoir, à bientôt